Hello, and welcome to the Wizard's Guide to Peak Performance, the podcast about how to achieve your potential in sport, in business, and in life. We've launched an impromptu season two, focusing on how to make the most of your time in social isolation. It's going to be an interesting time, so we're bringing in guests, all who are experts in self-optimization and how they're spending their time in social isolation so that you too can do what they're doing. Remember, you can pick up a copy of the new book, The Wizard's Guide to Surviving the Great Indoors. Links in the show notes. Hey there, today I am here with Emily Manuel. Emily is a registered holistic nutritionist, yoga teacher, and founder of Plant Forward Nutrition. Uh, She has a passion for helping people discover the foods and wellness habits that will allow them to feel their best and cultivate a healthy relationship with food and their body. You can find Emily consulting with clients at Star Wellness, giving wellness workshops all over Ottawa when we're allowed out of the house, or sipping on coffee while writing for her blog, which you should definitely check out because there is some great stuff in there. Um, Obviously, with plant-forward nutrition, Emily is a little more plant-based. There are some excellent recipes that, as somebody who isn't particularly plant-based, I still love to do up, so definitely give Emily uh, uh, check her out. We'll be linking to everything Emily does, uh, her blog, her social media in the show notes. After that long rant, welcome, Emily. It's great to have you here. Thanks so much. I'm so excited. Thanks for the warm welcome. And I'm glad you tried some of my recipes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And yeah, honestly, they're well worth trying out. Um, and a lot of the ones you've been doing lately are just like stuff that most people happen to have in their pantries anyways, so that you don't have to really go out and get anything too crazy. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to do that more kind of comfort food, especially during this time. I think we're all reaching for things that make us feel a little, uh, you know, more comforted, I guess. And uh, so just trying to stick with recipes like that. Well, absolutely. And it's, it's, yeah, such a strange time that it's nice to be able to make something familiar. And I know for a lot of people, I think it's, uh, there's been a lot of cooking where there hasn't been or baking where there hasn't been. So like people are getting back to having time and energy or, you know, just being mm-hmm. enough to really force themselves to do it. Um, so really nice that you've got all that going. It's, yeah, I, frankly, I think it's a great resource. I've really enjoyed it so far. Oh, thank now, you. Obviously with everything you're doing, you're doing a fair bit of, of uh, baking at this point and cooking from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. How, uh, how are you really spending your time during this shutdown where, we aren't really able to leave the house. You're not able to do your workshops so much. Yeah, well, I'm definitely trying to bring everything online as much as I can. Um, And also just for my personal daily life, just trying to kind of take this time to slow down, to uh, kind of tune in more to myself um, and take time to, you know, enjoy my coffee in the morning before I get my day started and actually also cook every single meal that I'm eating and just kind of playing around with food and doing some different recipes and trying to use everything that I already have in my cupboard to uh, create some, some delicious food. So. Well, that sounds like a pretty good way to spend it all in all. Yeah, and, I guess uh, eating a lot, I guess. Well, <laughs> you know, it, it can happen. Now being said as a nutritionist, how do you sort of reconcile? Cause I mean, not that what you're eating is necessarily like horrible fried food or anything like that, but um, how do you reconcile all the, the baking you're doing with the nutrition aspect of your life? Because the two don't always go hand in hand. 
Yeah, it's so true. And I do have some inner conflict sometimes with those two kind of ideas. Um, but I'm definitely all about kind of intuitive eating. And so especially right now when a lot of us are in more of a stressed state, perhaps, um, you know, life has changed and we're all feeling a little bit possibly uncertain. We don't really know what's going to happen. Um, I'm a huge fan of kind of leaning into that and eating in accordance to kind of how I'm feeling. Um, and so if, you know, one morning I'm feeling like eating some toast, which maybe I don't normally eat as often, I'll try and kind of listen to that. Um, and then the next morning, maybe I'll turn to a smoothie, but just kind of going with how my body's feeling and how I'm feeling overall, I think is a really good approach to um, feeding ourselves, especially during this time of uncertainty. Now, how do you, cause I, uh... I know personally, uh, there is a little bit of a skill you've got to develop or uh, almost like an inner knowledge of what is really sort of your your intuition. Um, mm -hmm. Because for some people, again, I'm going to be the one guilty of this. Uh, if I were to eat intuitively, I'd be sort of probably on my like 10th burger today uh, with the donut bun and, you know, dripping in cheese, which right. not going to be that beneficial for me. So how do you, how do you figure out sort of what's intuitive eating and what's just you wanting to eat like crap yeah so that's a great question um and so for intuitive eating there's definitely that space where people say they kind of get fearful like you know what if i'm gonna allow myself to eat whatever i want to eat i am gonna eat the double cheeseburgers filled with bacon and i'm gonna eat them over and over and over and over again and i think that's kind of our mentality when it comes to food because i think a lot of us live in a world of restriction around food and we live with a lot of labels a lot of I can't do this and I shouldn't do that. So when we start to eat intuitively and kind of tune into the body signals, the first thing is to actually sit with yourself and ask yourself, are you hungry? And so it's taking the time to slow down um, and it all starts with our body first. It starts with our brain and gut connection. And so when we take the time to actually say, okay, am I actually hungry? What do I want to feed myself? Um, and what am I kind of looking for out of the food that I'm, I'm going to be reaching for? And we start to um, learn about our narratives around food and tune in more to our inner kind of narratives. I think we can start to release some of that restriction and some of that fear that comes from food and, and those thoughts of, of fear, like eating all of the mass amounts of cheeseburgers or whatever it is. Um, and we can start to trust our body and trust our intuition to say, you know what, maybe today I'm going to eat two double cheeseburgers with cheese. Um, and that's okay. And then maybe tomorrow I'll just eat one or maybe tomorrow I won't, won't I, you know, won't want any. So it's really, um, it's definitely a practice of trust and it's a practice that has to be developed over time. But it's really um, just, you know, learning to dive into this intuitive uh, mechanisms that we have to feed ourselves. That's actually a really good answer. So this is going to be something I assume <laughs> you work with, uh, with a lot of the clients that you've taken on in Plant Forward Nutrition. Yes. Are there specific exercises that you might have people go through or, or kind of guide them through, coach them through? Yeah, so I'm definitely a fan of food journals. Um, now, not a kind of a food diary, and it can be a food diary. However, my food journals that I work with, um, you know, one-on-one -on -one with clients, I ask them to write down how they're feeling before they eat. 
And I asked them to take that moment, you know, sit with themselves, how am I feeling, write that down. And then whatever food they're grabbing for in that moment, without judgment, um, I tell them to write it down and then kind of tune into our hunger signals. So I'm sure um, you probably know that we have the two hunger signals. We have ghrelin and leptin. And we have these mechanisms that are built into our body to let us know when we're hungry and when we're full. And a lot of times I think we override that because we just want to eat the burger. We want to eat the pizza and we get so enthralled in the taste that we kind of forget that our body is actually sending us signals. Or alternatively, it can go with things like emotion. So maybe you could be bored and instead of doing a puzzle, you reach for food. And I think this is something that a lot of people um, battle with. So actually taking the time to sit with yourself before you eat and then eat without judgment and then write down what you're feeling after you've eaten the food and also write down if you noticed your hunger signals. So did you finish um, eating once you were full? Did you finish eating when you were really, really full or maybe even before you became full? And continuing to do this practice every time you eat can just bring awareness to the act of eating and it can really help um, put you in a you know, a mindful space when you're going to eat and can also bring that connection between the emotions, the brain, and how we're kind of feeling and feeling ourselves. I really like that. I might actually steal that over the next little while. And uh, yeah. I think a lot of people have a lot of time, so it would be a good time to take the opportunity to sit down with yourself that way and uh, pay a little more attention to what you're eating in that way and how it's, how it's impacting you. Yeah, definitely. And I think I'm kind of enjoying myself this time in this space that we're all kind of as a collective slowing down. And so there's definitely different things that we can all do on many levels. But specifically with food, I think this is, like you said, a really great time to um, slow down and check in with ourselves and to ask these questions, you know, am I hungry? Am I full? Why am I even eating? Why am I reaching for the foods that I normally reach for? Um, and you know, just tune into the body. I think it's a really, it's a really neat time to be doing that for sure. Absolutely. Well, and you're doing it in a couple different ways right now, because you've also, on top of the, the nutrition aspect of your life, you've also got the yoga aspect of your life, mm -hmm. which most yoga practice will involve at least some amount of trying to connect with your own body and in a similar vein as what we're doing nutritionally, mm -hmm. connect and see what's going on. So how, uh, how has the yoga piece been over the past couple weeks? Yeah, that's um, true. And I think um, I became a nutritionist before I, came a, before I became a yoga teacher. And um, I think, you know, the more, this is kind of going on a tangent, and I'll get back to your question soon, but just to kind of give you a backstory, the more I worked with people and worked with them on a nutrition level, I realized how much the brain plays a part in how we eat. And so um, the practice of yoga has always been something that I personally have been into, but I wanted to learn more about the mechanics kind of of the body and more of the mind, body, spirit stuff, if you will. Um, and so I wanted to be able to bring that practice also into my nutrition world. And over the past few weeks, I personally have definitely been doing a lot of yoga since I'm stuck at home, um, well, safe at home, not stuck at home. Um, and I have, you know, been trying to tune in with myself 
um, and also share some videos with um, people that follow me on the social media on how we can connect with our breath um, and how we can connect with our body, which ultimately will teach us tools um, you know, to lean into when we're trying to connect with our emotions and our body and food. So it definitely all plays a part and I definitely like to uh, kind of meld the two worlds together because I do think that they fit really well together, especially when working um, with people. But I've definitely been doing a lot of yoga these past few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, no better time really. Now, yeah, it's so true. Yeah. In combining yoga and nutrition with different clients, mm -hmm. I know you said it worked well, but what kind of things are you noticing? I'm noticing um, the, so I think when it comes to food, a lot of times we see food, and this is going to sound really simple, but we see food as, as just food. Um, but I really love when I work with clients and I incorporate the more the mindful aspects, the intuitive aspects, the kind of tuning into the body, slowing down. And I love seeing the light bulb in my clients when they realize, oh, wow, food is much more than just food. And so much of how I'm eating has really nothing to do with the food, but it has so much more to do with my, my inner world, my emotions, and, you know, my thoughts. So that's a really interesting and really cool thing to work with people on. I really love when they kind of, that moment clicks and they, they feel, I think, more in control of eating in an interesting way. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe not what I would have expected you to say, but that is, uh, <laughs> that's really neat, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, and because you get to combine this in a way where I, I haven't seen many people combining it either. I don't know if, if you being in that specific industry, you know that it's completely unique or if you're modeling off somebody else, but that's a really neat way of bringing some different uh, control and awareness to things. Yeah. There... And... Sorry, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, with all that, like, are there any things that you have found that you've been doing? Because obviously producing content and whatnot, you're still working to an extent as much as a lot of it's just sort of videos and social media and unpaid work at this time. Um, anything that you've found that you're doing that's been really instrumental in kind of keeping yourself mentally there? Uh, for my own practice, my own. Yeah. For you yourself. Yeah. Um, you know what, when this all started, so let's say about three weeks ago when we really, you know, all kind of just became a really, um, important thing. Um, I honestly, I just took some time to do not a lot. <laughs> um, and that was really hard for me. I'm definitely a person. I'm a doer. I love to be in front of people. I love doing wellness talks. I love meeting people. I love working with people. And the idea that I couldn't necessarily do that in the same way that I was doing it and that I was so excited and passionate um, in was really hard. And so I took about a week to just kind of sit with that and, and acknowledge that life has changed. And hopefully at some point it will go back to that. Um, but I think just allowing myself the space to kind of grieve that uh, really helped me because now, let's say two weeks later, I'm feeling definitely more inspired. Um, I'm keeping up with my own personal practice, my own yoga practice. I'm also, again, using intuitive eating in my own life. So if, you know, I wanted to make a batch of cinnamon buns with sugar in it, I'll allow myself to do that. Um, and then, you know, 
eat a salad later. So I'm finding balance and also playing with my own um, inner emotions and my own inner thoughts in this time and just kind of acknowledging them and becoming aware of them. And I'm finding it really fascinating. Um, so I think what I'm doing is just kind of allowing myself to go through the motions of this time and kind of just sit with that. I think that's a great way to do it. And yeah, frankly, I know with the extra, uh, the extra time that we've kind of been given here, that's been something that's been really important for me too, is just making sure I'm carving out that time to do some introspection, some meditation, some journaling, really get in touch with what I'm feeling through all this. And, you know, some of it is stuff that I had done before, but I think with the extra time, I'm just kind of giving myself more space to do it now. And in a lot of ways, it's been almost a really, you know, as much as everybody's financially uncertain as to what's happening. And I'm missing in the similar vein, that that passion that comes from work, uh, mm. as you are, it's been really helpful as just a time so far, I'm sure after a month or two, I'll get bored of it. But to sit back and really, you know, look at what's been going on, how am I feeling? Why am I feeling that way? Mm-hmm. Why do I want to eat 13 cheeseburgers in a day? What's been going on with me? And, it, you know, I, I do think that um, there's a big opportunity to take this time and be able to come out better than we went into it, mm-hmm. as much as you know, everything's unfortunate and it, it's sort of unprecedented that this is happening. I think it also offers opportunity for, for growth and development in that way. Yeah, I completely agree. And I love that you're doing the journaling and taking the time, um, even more time than you did before to kind of sit with yourself. Because I think, I think it's really important to realize that this is something a lot of us have never dealt with before. And these emotions that we're feeling, whether they're negative or positive, are completely normal. And, um, you know, taking the time to kind of sit with that and become aware of that, I think will do us better in the long run, like you said, and hopefully we're all going to come out of this even better, um, stronger, maybe more emotionally aware human beings than we were before we kind of came into this space um, of uncertainty. Well, time will certainly tell, but I I appreciate that you've uh, come on to help sort of offer some tools for people to use and and give a little bit of your own experience because I know that you know there are a lot of people who some of this is going to be brand new for some of looking Mm -hmm. into you know the the concept of food as more than food food is you know do I eat emotionally or you know I've been stuck on the couch all day can I do yoga which again I know you're posting some videos so we'll make sure there's some links to that if people Mm -hmm. are looking for uh, some inspiration in terms of that or, or, you know, just a lot of it's brand new to a lot of people. So trying to offer those, uh, those tools and ideas for directions to go are going to be really helpful. Being said, thank you so much for sitting down with me. It is great to talk to you. And, uh, one more time, I'll make sure everything is linked in the show notes so that anybody looking for Emily can really easily find her. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. If you guys have enjoyed this, I'm going to ask you to please like, subscribe, and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening. Again, all relevant links should be in the show notes, and you can pick up your ebook copy of The Wizard's Guide to Surviving the Great Indoors, all for free in the show notes. Check it out, and have a great rest of your day.